This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. President Donald Trump was kicked off Twitter due to breaking some rules of the platform at that time. He has a permanent suspension from the platform. And Elon Musk had something to say about this just recently in an interview. But before we get into Elon's stuff, let's talk about why Donald Trump was kicked off Twitter. And then we'll get into why Elon Musk thinks a different way than what the current administration of Twitter think. And this is a it's going to be a sticky subject for a lot of people. A lot of people get really emotional about this stuff. So if you don't want to hear about Donald Trump, I suggest turning it off. A lot of people get very upset. So I don't care uh, about ad revenue from this podcast. If you, if it makes you upset, just don't listen to it. Uh, it's it's pretty easy, but it's a good thing to to listen to where Elon is going to be when he takes over Twitter, if he gets through with the sale. So all these things that Elon says in the future could happen. It all depends on if the sale goes through. So I'm just going to preface it with that. And let's also talk about why Donald Trump was kicked off Twitter in the first place. January 8th was a Friday of 2021. Twitter uh, put out a statement. And the statement reads, after close review of recent tweets from at real Donald Trump account in the context around them, specifically how they are being received and interpreted on and off Twitter, we have permanently suspended the account due to the risk of further incitement of violence. In the context of horrific events this week, we made it clear on Wednesday that additional violations of the Twitter rules, rules would potentially result in the very this very course of action. Our public interest framework exists to enable the public to hear from elected officials and world leaders directly. It is built on a principle that the people have a right to hold power uh, to account in the open. So this is what happened. Uh, this is the overview from Twitter. They say on January 8th, 2021, President Donald J. Trump tweeted, the 75 million people, great American patriots who voted for me, America first and make America great again, will have a gr giant voice long into the future. They will not be disrespected or treated unfairly in any way, shape or form. Shortly thereafter, the president tweeted, to all those who have asked, I will not be going to the inauguration on January 20th. And the assessment from Twitter says, we assess the two tweets referenced above under our glorification of violence policy, which aims to prevent the glorification of violence that could inspire others to replicate violent acts and determine that they were highly likely to encourage and inspire people to replicate the criminal acts that took place at the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. So that is Twitter's stand on everything. They kicked President Donald Trump off the platform for basically inciting violence. 
Um, whether you like the guy, or you don't like the guy, that's up to you. Um, so let's talk about what Elon had to say about this, because I think going forward with the Twitter platform, we all have to take this into consideration. Would we stay on the platform if uh, Elon does something that we don't like, or would we stay on there and kind of put our voice, make our voices be heard? Right. So that's that's the kind of uh, kind of idea here. So Elon had an interview with the Financial Times recently. Uh, and he stated that he would allow former U.S. President Donald Trump to return to Twitter if he goes through with this $44 billion deal. And um, the, uh, the, the comments that he made, they're kind of being misconstrued a little bit. Um, so he, the comments were that he would basically allow Trump back on, but there will be limits. So I'm going to read you uh, what Musk had to say. Um, he said, I think the general question of should Twitter have permanent bans? And I'm talking, he's talked with Jack Dorsey about this and him, he and I are of the same mind, which is that permanent ban should be extremely rare and really reserved for people who are trying to, for accounts that are bots or spam scam accounts where there's just no legitimacy to the account at all. So basically saying bots or scammers, they get banned, which would be amazing. <laughs> I don't know how many times you've looked at an Elon Musk tweet, but every Elon tweet, the first comment below it is a crypto scammer. So I've seen, and then there's hundreds of those comments throughout or hundreds of replies throughout his tweets. So those people are getting tons and tons of traffic to their scams just from writing the coattails of Elon. All right. So he's saying ban all those people, get rid of them. Well, the bots, I should say, they're not people, they're bots, get rid of them. And then that would be the only way, like that's the only thing that permanent ban, something like that. Right. And then he said, I do think that it was not correct to ban Donald Trump. I think that was a mistake because it alienated a large part of the country and did not ultimately result in Donald Trump not having a voice. He is now going to be on Truth Social, as will a large part of the right in the United States. So I think this could end up being frankly worse than having a single forum where everyone can debate. So he's saying because Trump has an echo chamber on the right with Truth Social, uh, then he can do whatever he wants to on his own platform, right? So Truth Social is uh, part of the president's platform. He can do whatever he wants to on there. There's no restrictions for the guy at this point. So Elon says, well, he's over there, and other people can't really talk to him because they're all on Twitter, right? So the town square is Twitter, and then Donald Trump's doing his own thing on the other side there. Um, and then Elon goes on to say, um, um, so I think this could end up being frankly worse to have a, than having a single form where everyone can debate. So I guess the answer is that I would reverse the permanent ban. Then he goes on to say, I don't own Twitter yet. So this is not like a thing that will definitely happen because what if I don't own Twitter? But my opinion and Jack Dorsey, I want to be clear, shares this opinion is that we should not have permanent bans. 
Now, that doesn't mean that somebody gets to say whatever they want to say. If they say something that is illegal or otherwise, you know, destructive to the world, then there should perhaps be a timeout, a temporary suspension, where that particular tweet should be made invisible or have very limited traction. But I think permabans just fundamentally undermine trust in Twitter as a town square where everyone can voice their opinion. I think it was a morally bad decision, to be clear, and foolish in the extreme. So Elon is 100% against banning Donald Trump. Wants him back, uh, wants to unban the account. Now, does this mean that Donald Trump will come back to Twitter? This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup for Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And... If you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15 day, no credit card required free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9 to 5 Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. If you have a bigger voice on Twitter than you do on Truth Social, and you can reach more people 
on Twitter than you can on Truth Social, it would make sense for Donald Trump to, uh, you know, get back into the game over here on Twitter. So if you have, you know, Twitter has a huge amount of people, huge amount of uh, influence on current society. This is where everyone gets their news. This is where news breaks. This is where real time stuff happens on Twitter, right? It's a it's a trusted platform for journalists and other people who release news information. I use it all the time. I get some news from there. That's where I heard about this. And the uh, the fact that Donald Trump can have that audience again, just the idea of that scares some people completely and utterly. And they don't want him back on the platform. So the interviewer asked Elon, even after he egged on the crowd who went to the U.S. Capitol, some of them carrying nooses, you still think it was a mistake to remove him. And then Elon says, I think if there are tweets that are wrong and bad, they should be either deleted or made invisible and a suspension, a temporary suspension is appropriate, but not a permanent ban. So going back to what he said before, the temporary suspension or the deletion of a tweet or making something invisible or just not pushing it up in the algorithm, uh, but not a permanent ban. Doesn't want to ban the person. So it doesn't make sense in the terms of Twitter right now, what Twitter can do. It's a whole different thing. It, it, it pushes the, uh, pushes the, uh, the discussion back to before Twitter started having sort of a moral compass on their own uh, platform. Uh, so the interviewer goes on to say, if the deal completes, he might potentially come back on but with the understanding that if he does something similar again, he'll be back in the sin bin. Basically asking Elon, Hey, if the, uh, you know, if the ex-president of the United States uh, comes back on, he knows what the rules are. Everybody knows what the rules are. And if you mess up, you're going to get something's going to happen to you. Musk says he publicly stated that he will not be coming back to Twitter and that he will only be on true social. And this is the point that I'm trying to make, which is perhaps not getting across is that banning Trump from Twitter didn't end Trump's voice. It will amplify it among the right. And this is why it is morally wrong and flat out stupid. So morally wrong uh, to ban somebody permanently from Twitter for inciting violence against the United States Capitol and those people inside the Capitol, everybody inside. Um, you know, if if you think that's a, a good reason to ban somebody um, or permanently block them or just delete the tweet, you know, delete all the tweets. But we know, you know, and I know that if you start the process of those tweets, those tweets get screenshot. People retweet those screenshots. It goes like wildfire. It goes crazy because there are bots out there that will screenshot, take a picture of the tweet and then post that picture on your timeline. Right. And if you have a very loud voice on Twitter, if you're somebody who has millions and millions and millions of views per day, you know, there's some accounts like that, then it gets spread around even without Donald Trump having the tweet be available after he tweeted it. You know, if it happens and then a few minutes later it gets banned or it gets deleted, then 
it's still going to be out there. So I'm not sure what Elon thinks would happen if he just didn't think about that before he said this. But it seems like technology moves so fast and information moves so fast on Twitter that there's no way that that information could be stopped. So I think Elon is a little bit short-sighted here, and I love what Elon's doing with Twitter, but I think there's there's more to it than just unbanning the guy. And you know that's my that's my own opinion. I think there's other ways that um, that these tweets can be shared, and I think there's there's um, you know the the voice of somebody, even though they might delete the tweet, the voice will still spread. And the information will still spread. So I think that's one sort of short-sighted uh, uh, piece of this puzzle. But I like the idea that everyone has a voice. And this is just me voicing my opinion about this. I like that everybody has a voice on Twitter. I think that's cool. But also, if you're going to hurt people, I think you should get deleted. You know, maybe not your whole account, uh, at least the tweets. I think this is what they're doing here is sort of a bare bones approach. Um, where you you delete the tweet, you hide the tweet, you temporarily ban somebody, and then when they get backed, you know, when they come back online, they're like a phoenix rising from the ashes. You know, people people want to see them again, so they miss them. You know, it's like when somebody doesn't post something on YouTube for a while, and you're used to a show, um, or like you know your favorite TV show is off for a year because they're filming new episodes. Um, you know, and then you're like, oh, they're they're back. You know, it's like a phoenix rising from the ashes again. So when they come back, it could be a groundswell of support for that person. And then the news media outlets get a hold of it. They spread it around. That person gets more popular, more famous. It could be a uh, it could be a, a, a damaging sort of process here. And I don't you know, I'm a huge supporter of Elon Musk. I think he's doing amazing things. I moved to Brownsville, Texas. For almost a year, because I believe in Starship, I believe in, um, you know, making life multiplanetary. So I moved down here so I could chronicle that. And I've been doing that for the last year or so and um, almost a year. And it's been wonderful. And I totally support Elon. But I think this might be a little bit. They might have to rein this in a little bit and figure this out. This might just be a little bit of uh, like too, uh, too good to be true kind of thing. You know, it probably won't work the way they want it to work. So I hope you guys uh, got some information about Elon here and you got some information about what's going to be happening on Twitter in the future. I want to tell you about our new project, StarshipShirts.com as well. Uh, my friend Neil and I, we are big supporters of space exploration, what Elon Musk is doing at SpaceX and Starship and all that stuff. So we decided to build our own brand, StarshipShirts.com. You can buy Elon inspired gear and you can buy starship inspired gear and spacex inspired gear really cool designs neil's designing everything myself i've taken inspiration from my travels down here at starbase and boca chica texas and we've kind of combined them into this brand of uh, starship you know starshipshirts.com so check it out starshipshirts.com buy a shirt and help out uh, the podcast and keep supporting us so we can keep going keep doing these podcasts almost every single day for you. Thanks for listening to everybody. Make sure to sub and uh, follow us on any podcast platform that you have available to you. Thank you so much. Take care.